Back on the Hammer Down Show, 1017 The Hammer and 1017thehammer.com. The 1017 The Hammer mobile app is available to download as well. I'm Jared Jesselitis. We're going to go over to our Hammerhead hotline. We're going to bring in Mike Carmen of the Lafayette Journal and Courier as uh, no Purdue game tonight, Mike. Uh, Michigan's got to cancel or at least postpone here until uh, they can get things sorted out. It's COVID on their end. My big thing with this was uh, it, it stinks, uh, and I get it, and I know you can only do so much about this, but this is a huge disadvantage for Purdue, isn't it? I mean, this is a good time to catch Michigan. They've been struggling. Uh, and on top of that, now you're going to try to pencil this in somewhere later on in the season, which is going to, you know, I, I, I would think there's no way it's going to be advantageous wherever they schedule this thing in for Purdue. Well, uh, first of all, we don't know it'll be, it'll hurt Purdue. That's the first thing you don't know. Um, but at the, you know, at the end of the day, you got, you know, you need to play the game. And if it, if it comes in a stretch where Purdue only has one day to prepare, well, Purdue has one day to prepare. You have to adjust, you have to adapt. Um, the thing to me that has to happen, uh, with this situation is I think there needs to be more transparency from the Big Ten, more transparency, uh, from, from the schools that are, that are having these issues. Uh, and I'm not suggesting anybody's doing anything wrong, but there just needs to be some sort of checks and balances uh, with all these schools to make sure that things are being done properly and you're just not calling off games because, oh, we're going to play uh, Michigan State, Purdue, and Illinois all in one stretch. Well, <laughs> and, and we're struggling. If you understand what I'm saying, there just there needs to be oversight there from the Big Ten. There needs to be some sort of phone call from Kevin Warren to these places, or at least get the basketball coaches on the line saying, "Okay, here's here's the deal. Here's what here's what's going to happen. And if you have issues, you have issues. But you know, we need to, we need to see these issues as well." So what you're saying, Mike, basically, is that you would like to see the Big Ten step in here to make sure that teams aren't maybe abusing uh, these these COVID results in some way, shape, or form to maybe, you know, hey, we have enough maybe to make it, but there's no way taking on a top tier. To, you just want to make sure that there's no uh, no shadiness involved here. You'd like to see them be a little right, bit Right, and I, I, I would say that if it was, if it was Nebraska. Uh, you know, doing this or any other team, not just Michigan and the stretch that they're going to play. I mean, it just, it looks funny. Uh, doesn't mean there's anything there. It's just, you know, if you're the Big Ten, you need to protect your credibility in this situation and make sure that things are, are, are the way they are. Because the Big Ten did not build in any extra time in their schedule for rescheduled games. You know, last year they did, knowing that they would have postponements and some some issues. They they did not build any extra time into this schedule, so teams are going to be disadvantaged just based on the number of games you got to play and the, and the amount of time you got to play them before the Big Ten tournament starts. So when you when you you know Purdue's going to be disadvantaged at some point, just because that's the way it's going to be. But Michigan State's going to be disadvantaged at some point, and Michigan needs to be disadvantaged as well. And you just hope it kind of plays out that way that the team that was uh has these issues you know is forced to maybe play an unorthodox schedule 
just to get everything back on track. We're talking with Mike Carmen of the Journal and Courier here on our Hammerhead Hotline. Uh, Purdue now comes in at seventh in the latest AP poll, but I think some, and maybe even including yourself, would would argue that even though in the uh, poll they are the top Big Ten team, uh, you do not see them as currently the top team in the Big Ten. Where do you have them in the hierarchy of the Big Ten right now, Mike? Uh, well, if you're talking about the Big Ten poll I put out in the paper uh, today, I had them fourth. Uh, you know, they've played a lot of close games that I don't think they probably should have played. Uh, you know, in the they've had double-digit leads in some of those games that have slipped away. Um, I just don't think they're the number one team in the Big Ten as of today. doesn't mean they can't be the number one team in the Big Ten when we get to the end of February and early March. Uh, there's a lot of, you know, basketball is more volatile than football. Mm-hmm. Where you're, playing, you're playing one football game a week. In basketball, sometimes you play three games a week, like Wisconsin did last week. So it's, it's more volatile. You're going to lose more games. You're just going to gonna have off nights. But, you know, I, I think Purdue's got, as everybody knows, they have some issues they've, they've got to work out. Um, you know, they've got, they've got to be better defensively. And, and as you can tell, their, their scoring average on the offensive side has dropped from their non-conference games. So instead of scoring in the 90s, they're now scoring in the 70s. And that just makes games tighter and it makes possessions more valuable. Um, and so they've got to do some different things and some better things as they navigate this conference season. You know, we always talk about how you know good defense can generate good offense. Do you feel like that's another reason why the offensive numbers are, are dropping? I mean, of course, they're playing some better competition, but you know, a lot of fingers being pointed at the defensive side of the ball right now. As to maybe like, I don't know, right before the uh, the break, it seemed like a lot of fingers pointed at the hey, we're not valuing offensive possessions as much anymore. Uh, Quite frankly, what do you do if you're Matt Painter here to, uh, to to fix this on both sides of the ball? Is it it can't be an easy fix, can it? Well, I don't know if necessarily you're fixing anything other than I mean, you know, you have the talent. You just there needs to be better execution in certain areas, and you, there needs to be a better awareness on defense of certain players. There was a I will not name the player, but Saturday at Penn State. Uh, when they were hitting their barrage of three-pointers, uh, the ball was out on the wing, and a Purdue player left his man in the corner to try to get a steal from the guy on the wing. Well, the guy on the wing just passed it to the guy in the corner who hit a three-pointer. Those are the um, those are the breakdowns that happen. And that's not a, I got to fix it thing. It's like, no, you just have to be aware that you don't do that. And so you, you have to fix that mindset. You have to have a better habit about you out there in the game. You know, there's a lot of, you know, there's some there's some parts of this team that likes to to show off itself instead of just doing the basic fundamentals. And once they get to that point where they're all doing the basic stuff, I think that's when they become a better team. And I think that's one of the shocking things, too, Mike, is the, the hallmark of Matt Painter teams with the – the points in the paint, the rebounding, and, and kind of that grittiness, especially on defense, you just don't see it out of this team. They don't seem to love uh, what they did have one shot clock violation, I think, that they, they forced, uh, or a five-second thing, and it just doesn't look like that means a ton to them as to where previous teams, I mean, you'd swear they knocked down a half-court shot for the win for you know forcing a five-second violation. Well, but this team is more talented than any team that Painter has had, and when you have more talent, 
they they do different things. They don't rely on the same things. Where uh, and you've had other teams and other players that they needed to play defense and they needed to rebound and they needed to do certain things without the ball to win because they lacked some certain skills in other areas. They didn't have a they didn't have a ten deep team that were all ten guys could start on your team and play quality minutes and give you quality production. You know. That, that's that's kind of the difference. You've got ten guys now that can all do it, or, or who all think they can do it, and they've just kind of not picked up some of the traits that other teams have had. Doesn't mean they can't get there. Uh, it's just you're now at the midway point of the season. You just wonder if it'll happen on a consistent basis. But Purdue can be better defensively just by getting out on three point shooters, finishing possessions with with defensive rebounds. Uh, and just doing the basic stuff, guarding your man, not leaving a guy to leave a, somebody else open for a three-pointer. Do those things, and all the other stuff kind of takes care of itself. Uh, Mike Carmen with us uh, from the Journal and Courier here on our uh, Hammerhead Hotline. Uh, before we go, buddy, uh, I just want to talk a little bit about football here because a lot of stuff going on with assistant coaches and everything, too. I, you know, some of it... Not surprising. Some I, I think the Lambert thing was a little shocking to some folks uh, because it had been going so well. I, I know he's got some people back out on the East Coast, and some folks think that that was kind of a, a lateral move. Uh, are you shocked with some of these uh, names that are purportedly going to be going, or I should say that we already know are gone, or is this some stuff you felt like was to be expected? Has somebody left today that I don't know about? <laughs> I don't think I don't think so. No, but I mean, look, I know there's a lot of talk about Shepard that uh, you know that, that was going to go to Washington. Now all of a sudden, it sounds like it's a it's a Notre Dame deal, depending on uh, which fanboy accounts you follow. But I mean, um, well, I don't I, follow those, so I don't know what they're <laughs> saying about that. I mean, you, you guys are always going to look to better their position. I know Jamarcus wants to be a head coach at some point, so can he get there, staying at Purdue longer, or does he need to, in his mind? get somewhere else to get to the next step. So, um, you know, that's, that's the profession of it all. You know, Brad Lambert, it, it probably was a lateral move, but here's a guy that spent 10 years at Wake Forest, so he has some connection there. So it wasn't a surprise uh, because you're going to have movement every year on the staff. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you just kind of let these things play out. Um, and and, and the, the other thing that you hope that they do is they let, you know, Purdue really values Jamarcus Shepard. You know, do they do they counter? Do they do they do take some steps to, to keep him? He's been a he's been a very good recruiter uh, for Purdue uh, over the years, um, and you know, and that's the lifeblood of a program. So, uh, you know, kind of let those things play out. And I would suggest you to stay away from fanboy sites. <laughs> I will do that, buddy. Mike Carvin of the Journal and Courier. Again, get yourself a subscription. Follow him. Follow Sid. They do such a great job covering local sports here for you. And uh, we're always very lucky to be able to have a, a man of his talents on here. Uh, Mike, it's always a pleasure talking some sports with you, my man. Thank you so much. Well, hopefully more people don't turn you down the next time, and that's how you reach me. <laughs> He always, well, you say, how many you say five? You thought I went through five people before I got to you? There's not five people that want to be on my show. Are you kidding me? Oh, there's there's 500 people that want to be on your show. Oh, no. Come on. Eight at, eight at max, all right? And that's if we're counting charters. Well, I'm not even counting him. <laughs> Mike, always appreciate the time, my friend. Thank you so much. All righty. Thank you. Take care, bud.
All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back, and uh, we got the uh, folks from Purdue Sports on here to tell you about this week's schedule. Uh, we got basketball tickets still to give away both men's and women's tickets. I'll give you a chance to win those men's basketball tickets uh, to the game on Friday against Nebraska. That's coming up next. Stick around for that and more here on the Hammer Down Show on 1017 The Hammer and 1017.